everybody. Welcome to Caverns and Comedians. My name's Lee. Uh, Happy New Year. It's a brand new year. 2018. Just a reminder, as always, follow us on uh, Twitter at at Caverns Pod. We also have a website, cavernsandcomedians.com. And as always, please rate and review us uh, on iTunes. That's how we get new fans like you. (laughs) Yay. Yay. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to Caverns and Comedians, Dungeons and Dragons powered storytelling with Toronto comedians. Last time, our party escaped the lawmen chasing them. Now, they must find the dragons and deliver the beer. You have just parted ways with Debbie, leaving her to her next adventure and Your next adventure lies deeper within the mountains. You have managed to get your payload of beer across the great chasm, but the bridge is now collapsed. There is no turning back now. And before you lies a mountain trail. In retrospect, I didn't have to collapse that entirely expensive piece of infrastructure. Yeah, no, I don't think anyone told you to do that. I don't think... Well, sometimes I like to take things on myself. Yeah, just, I mean, I don't know what the full plan was, but I kind of wanted to still go back. Well, it was just so that they wouldn't be able to follow us. Hey, gang, cool explosion! Hey, nice horse. It's a Pegasus! Ooh! Yeah, um, it's pretty cool. Uh. So, I just want to raise an issue, is you have one pet, Fook. Yes. You're up to, like, what, three pets now? You know, I don't like to call them pets. We're just, like, people who found each other in the universe. But shouldn't shouldn't I have an animal friend as well at this point? It just seems like... Isn't that what your family is? The, the people. Well, I don't see the distinction. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty rude. I mean, Susan, cover your ears. Well, but also, they're not here yet. Like, they're being they're, rather specious. They're not with me. It's not the same. It's different. Can I have one of them, Spaggy? Hank holds out his arm as a perch, hoping that something will come and fly to him. A diseased bat lands on his arm. (laughs) This will do. Dendora, you you don't pity him, man. Hank is stroking the bat gently. The bat is just seeping kind of an ooze. (laughs) She's only got one leg, and uh, her eyes are kind of crusted closed. Hank contracts a disease that (laughs) will make his skin start to flake off anywhere that he's made contact with this bat. I I think I might be allergic. You can have your bat back. No, man, you you can't just give up. She likes you now. So as you manage to... Move this large truck up what is a smaller and smaller trail. You get higher and higher into the mountains. They are craggy. There's not a lot of plant life growing here. You feel the air become thinner. And then the path starts to wind around cliff sides. It's very difficult to get through. And it begins to descend down. Now that you are surrounded by mountains, you get deeper and deeper. And you're you're now going into a deep crevasse that has... A very narrow opening at the top so that 
it gets darker and darker as you go further and further down. It's getting much closer. There's not a lot of space on the walls. You begin to find it all very funny. You're all in very remarkably good moods. <laughs> hey, Susan, this is like your dream apartment. We're, we're, we're going down. I believe aren't dragons usually up? <laughs> I want I want to see what this place looks like. It's funny that we're bringing a horse underground, especially because the horse has wings. Yeah. Also, also the horses. Uh, we have horses. There's so many horses. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I want to see. Oh, wait, wait, wait! I can see already. <laughs> oh, but we want to see in funny colors. Oh yes! Hank casts dancing lights and creates. A number of floating orbs of bright colors, oranges and pinks and purples. Oh, wow. You guys all find this hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> colors are weird. My family's dead. Yeah. That bat is so thick. <laughs> You're gonna die. <laughs> you eventually reach a wall. There was a small opening, and above that, there was a board with writing on it in a very distinct language. You guys, you guys want to read that? Yeah. All right. It's Give probably a limerick. Oh, yeah. No, I like funny jokes. Give me a minute. Hank takes a minute to sit down, mix his components together, and casts Comprehend Languages. The sign becomes legible to Hank. It reads, No Trespassing, Camp Russet Feathers. Oh, don't, they don't want us in there. I don't get the joke. No, me neither. But we should go ask. It sounds... Yeah, no, we should figure out why they called it that. Yes. They probably know. We could ask them. Yeah. I said that weirdly. It's not like it's... Ask them. It's not, it's not like it's trespassing because we're just going to ask questions. So yeah, it's, it's like we want to stay. We're just going to ask a question and then go about our business. Yeah, we're like, we're like attendees of like the camp. The camp campus what campus the opening is so narrow that you are not gonna be able to bring the truck inside you're gonna have to roll the barrels in fook mounts up on his celestial dash and and says tell you how and so forth <laughs> well you, you should bring one of the beers with you so that they know where the beer guys how big of a dog do you think this is hank picks up one of the kegs of beer and just holds it up next to fook and the dog to compare the sizes Fook grudgingly takes one of them, and you see Steve's little legs begin to quiver and shake. He's just barely able to carry the weight, and he sort of trudges into the darkness of the cave entrance. No one has ever heard a dog creak before, but this one does. Find yourselves in a long tunnel. It's dark. Uh, just It curves slightly so that you can no longer see the exit light from the outside world and as it curves around again it opens up into an absolutely immense chamber you would barely call this a chamber because it's it's like they just put a mountain a hollow mountain on top of the world and it's bright because there are bioluminescent fungi that are growing on the inside of the roof of the chamber so it's almost daylight in here, and it is huge, sprawling. You see trees growing. There's a lake, and you can barely see to the other side of it. 
there are cabins, and you see a signpost in front of you. Are the cabins human-sized or dragon-sized? Human-sized. Whoa. <sighs> the bat oozes on Hank's arm. Maybe, maybe it's time to be free, bat. But the bat's ooze has, like, crusted onto Hank's arm, so it's just sort of stuck there now, and he can't shake it off. Uh, these signs point to arts and crafts, cabins one through four, cabins five through eight, Mess hall, counselor's cabin, sports, m- and make out rock. I've made my choice. No, I think we got to go to the counselors first because they're going to be the ones. They're who the want... ones we make out with. Wait, no, they should be too young. No, counselors could, could be professional adults, maybe. Profe- professional adults. Ooh, I have some money here. I never went to camp. <laughs> <laughs> Mess hall, please. Yeah. Suddenly you hear, psst. Susan? Over here. Oh, it's not Susan. Hello? There's a bush slightly to the side of the signpost that's rustling, but it's very, like, obviously rustling. Someone is very poorly hiding. Uh, it's, it's a talking bush. <laughs> I, I think there's a man in the bush. You're in a good mood, but you're not giggling like idiots anymore. Fook pokes the blunt end of his axe into the bush. Hey, sss, shh, quiet. Are you guys the delivery? Oh, uh, my apologies, Bush. Um, Keep your voice down. Well, it's very close to the ground already. And someone stands up out of it, and it appears to be a university-aged human woman. She's uh, got blonde, curly hair. She's she is wearing sort of brown, rust-colored shorts, and she has a T-shirt on that one of those ringer T-shirts where the the neck and the arms are also the same color. It's a sort of coppery color. And it says Camp Russet Feather, and it has a picture of three russet-colored feathers. So you can answer a question for us, is what is a russet feather? It's just the color of the feather. So look, we have to get the beer in, but we can't let the owner see, or else we'll all get in trouble. Oh, is the owner one of the dragons and he's got an alcohol problem? Camp is about making friends. We don't want to, we don't want to bring up anything like that yet. Making them out of what? We have been instructed that it is very clear that this beer can only be drank by dragons or someone as cool as us. Just understand that uh, the beer is for us. It's for it's for the kegger, but it's only for the counselors, and the owner can't know. The kids can't know. Kids can't see the booze. Uh, that would be very bad. So we have to get that quietly in. Oh, then we'll just have to hack a bigger hole in that wall so that we can get the cart through. Well, we could just roll it, and I can get my guys to roll it in, but we have to be... We have to be discreet about it. Oh, discretion is something I know well, madam. Okay, that's a little bit gross. Um, my name's Jillicent. I'm I'm head ca- I'm head counselor. Uh, we just have to get make sure that Beckless doesn't see us as we roll in the the kegs. Well, again, they're not as cool as us or dragons, so they might die. We don't want to kill them, right? Yes, you'll have to water this down. You understand? Don't worry, we've got it handled. It's okay. Don't you worry your your little mortal head about it. Um, oh, I'm sorry, madam. You, I can't be hit on by a woman because my dead wife in my pocket uh, keeps track. She turns to sh- Snakey. Um, so can we do this? Uh, yeah. Okay, good. Uh, how, so all the barrels are accounted for, right? Ooh. What if one blew up? What did it blow up? 
a man. And a bridge. And the bridge. And a woman's face. A little bit of a face. Most of a face is fine. That's awful. Look, it was a... It was a, a, a thing. <laughs> I mean, if you look at our whole track record, it's actually one of the lower amounts of destructions we've caused. So, you know. So are you saying there's lots of people your age here who want to roll these barrels from the truck to here? Well, we can get some of the other counselors to help, but we gotta gotta kind of do it quickly and quietly. And, and if it helps, we've got this guy here who can cast enlarge on one of them, which should make up for what we've lost. Well, yeah, no. If you drink it fast, I can make a bigger keg. Okay, uh, let's worry about that afterwards. We just have to get it. We just have to get it to the counselor's cabin. Um, we'll do. Okay. So maybe the beer would shrink when it's back in your liver. Onward, Steve. Jillicent calls over uh, another counselor who. Uh, He's cut off the sleeves of his T-shirt, and he's wearing a sweatband around his uh, permed hair. Uh, hey, hey, guys, my name's Fwayne. Uh, you guys got the beer for the kegger, man? Fook is immediately entranced and starts to remove the arms from his armor. Look, uh, I bet I could carry about three or four of those, but uh, I'll, I'll go easy on you. I won't, won't impress you too much here. Hey, how you doing, little one? Says to Snakey. But it's said in such a way that he sort of rolls his eyesight, so he starts on Fook, gives him the hope, and then he moves creepily over to Snakey. Gross. Anyways, uh, should we go get rolling these kegs or whatever? Hey, sir, would you hold my bat? And Dora breaks the goo on uh, <laughs> connecting her to Hank's arm and just lopsidedly floats her way over to this new gentleman and perches on his bare shoulder. As soon as he's touched by it, Fwayne freaks out and runs away from it. Oh, <laughs> Jillicent is sort of in organizational mode. She gets her other uh, counselors like in lockstep and they are quickly, quickly rolling in the barrels. So obviously we need these. Uh, we, we have to we have to deal with the, with the missing one. Um, look, Look, we absolutely need this here uh, for after the after the the games. So, look, thank you for your trouble. Uh, so, I, I think that's about it. Unless uh, unless you want to make up for the one you lost. Well, also you haven't paid us. Well, we haven't been given our full delivery yet. Have, also, have we? Uh, Hank, cast your enlarge. Uh, do enlarge. One of the kegs that one of the teens is rolling suddenly gets. Twice as big, four times the volume. And it immediately rolls over on him. Yeah, so now we'll accept our payment. I'm willing to overlook the injury you've just caused and the lack of full delivery uh, if you give us a little hand. You're going to want to rephrase that uh, in front well, of Well, uh, I imagine that's possible. You're going to want to rephrase yeah, it. Yeah. The hands are little. Uh, can you be more specific? Well, look... Uh, the reason we need all this is because every year we make a, a bet with the counselors of the Gold Leaves that uh, we are going to win the Mountain Games, but we know we're going to lose. We've lost them every year, uh, so we just buy it ahead of time, and it saves time and all that. But this year is going to be different. Ooh, how so? This year we're going to pull off the most awesome prank ever. <laughs> I mean, is that a camp thing? I mean, I wouldn't know because I never went to camp. That's kind of cool. I have a lot of experience being involved in pranks. What? I'm normally the recipient. Oh, that makes so much more sense. Oh, and Dora, go back to Hank. Oh, no, don't. uh, (laughs) I thought I was finally free. And Dora flops her way over back onto the exact same spot that's now red and oozing. She likes you. uh, 
I mean, I want to accept the love, but it's it's really starting to sting. While they're distracted by defeating us handily in all sporting endeavors, uh, we are going to go steal their mascot. Ooh, what's that mascot? Uh, well, it's, it's a big tree. Easy enough. Yeah. I mean, I don't know them, but that's pretty lame. Is the is this tree in the pot? That's a lot of shoveling. Because if it's in the ground, then yeah, we gotta shovel it out. Like, can't do you want just like another tree? Does it have to be that tree? Well, they're they're called the gold leaves, and there's the tree with gold leaves. So, what if we were to paint the leaves another color, and that would also be a shame upon them? <gasps> oh, I I kind of like that. That could work, maybe. Yes, like brown, the most boring of colors. She just freezes and stares you down, and there's a little hint of flame in her eye. Don't poop on that tree, Fook. That was a weird jump to make. <laughs> no, you were going to make something brown? Not when there are sacks available. Wait, are you one of the poop kids? We have a whole cabin full of poop kids. Camp, man, so weird. You guys can stay sort of as, as, as guests for, uh, for the day, and then at night when, uh, when we're losing Handley and Mage Handball, then you guys can go across the lake and get and do, the, do the prank, right? I'm sorry, did you say Mage Handball? Yes, we, we lose every year. We are the league champions, Fook and I. I'm sorry, what? We were on the two dope with Perpetuals. Don't, is, perpetuals? They, no, Perpetuals. Aren't they the team that loses all the time? But not this year. I'm sorry, we, we don't follow the, the other leagues. Right, you guys, you're not campers, you can't play. Um, but I have a disguise kit. So, uh, if you want, you can take part in any of the arts and crafts. or. Ooh, where are the corpses? Again, uh, welcome to the camp, Snakey. Uh, this yeah, I'm not totally sure I want to be part of it yet. I'm just still checking it out. Um, you know, it's not really my thing. Usually, I'm more into drawing pictures in the dirt by myself. And just... well, I know you've never really had a parent to send you to a camp like this, but I'm I'm willing to pay the fee so that you can experience your childhood. Sorry, I, look, you, I don't want to be that that person, but uh, go ahead. This is one. This is just sort of a. Just sort of need your help for one day, just so that we need somebody who's not on the, not part of the camp, so that they won't notice anybody's missing. Are you saying my child's not good enough for your camp? Is she? Are you his? You're not. It's the... none of your business. Okay. Um. Does anyone own anything? That's what I've been saying the whole time. Hang out for the day, but uh, this is our camp. If you aren't a russet feather already, you cannot become a russet feather. Again, she sort of stares you down, and you see the flame, literal flame flickering in her eye. It's fun when her eyes do that. Could you point me towards the infirmary? <laughs> I have a bat issue. Right, yes, we can We can send you to the nurse. Uh, so she takes you along to the nurse. She Fook heads off to arts and crafts. Where's the bar? Excuse me. There is no booze here. There's no drinking. There's no smoking. There's no smoking the uh, the fun stuff. There's no sex. There's no anything. And she gives you a wink as she says this. Oh, winks. Do you want to be a counselor? Yes. Well. I mean, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> maybe sometimes we, we do go sometimes to uh, make out rock. At, and as soon as that word is said, Fwayne hoves into view again. And he has put on some cologne, and it is devastatingly strong. Oh, Wayne. Hey, did I hear somebody say make out? Because uh, I certainly made it out. Uh, I've definitely made out before. Tell me about this mess hall. Uh, I gotta go. Uh, let's go there now. 
in the mess hall, there are a bunch of little kids. They're all sort of aged five to eight, the really young ones. A woman who is instructing them in like finger painting and crayon drawing. Oh, do we have a new, a new, new artist with us? Yes. Hello, my name is Fook, and I'm immune to diseases. Everybody, welcome, Fook. Um, you don't seem. Are you a guest? I am a camper. The woman sort of looks over Fook's shoulder, and Jillicent is there. Just uh, she makes a nod, just like to uh, go along with it. All right. Uh, would you like to join the class? We're doing pictures of our homes. Oh well. I'm going to need the red. You can see that all the little kids are drawing very sort of primitive uh, pictures of their large mountains. And there's like a lot of them are piling up. There's a lot of like yellow piles on them as well. Wait, uh, what are the yellow piles? They're the treasures. Ooh, you've got treasures. We've got treasures. I've also noticed that most of the people have their heads still attached to them. Do they not? Do they? Do these come off? Oh, in my experience, quite easily. Oh, wow. I've got treasures. I'm 1,900 years old. I'm 752. Oh, you must be an elf. A what? 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 An elf. Uh, Brian, don't do that. A what? An elf. Look, am I going to have to ask you both to go into the timeout? Who goes back to drawing his dismembered family? <laughs> oh, that's that's very it's very cute. Um, perhaps you'd like to draw this fruit. Uh, cut to the nurses station. There is sort of a he looks like a thirty-something guy with long hair, and he's got a mustache. It's not a good mustache. He looks a little bit dirty, and he is has the word nurse on a badge on his shirt. Hello, I've come seeking some medical attention. Right, so you've uh, you've been out in the wars. You've been you've been getting a little excited, haven't you? You're a little old looking. No, no, I just um my bat my new bat friend is very sick and I was hoping you could treat the bat so it could remain my friend and stop making me sick. Oh well hello there, little one. Uh, <laughs> did you contract something from this guy? You know, humans are filthy. They carry diseases. No, it was... I got sick from the bat. The bat didn't get sick from me. I love him. That's cute. I like this. I like that you two have found each other, and you're not letting a little thing like his ugliness stop you. I mean, you could do better. And just, he, just a bit of medicine, perhaps. He, uh, The guy casts Greater Restoration Spell on the bat, and it is no longer diseased. But still hideously ugly. Uh, she's still, uh, it's eyes, turns out the crust was not holding them closed. They just naturally are very squinty. Nose holes just bigger than they should be on a bat, like worryingly large. And still only the one leg and um, very patchy fur. You know, as long as I'm not getting sick, I can look past uh, your appearance. I mean, I know I'm not the best looking myself. Do you, do you need me to do something about that for you? Do something about what? About your whole problem. What, what do you think my problem is? I thought, is, has no one told you? Have you looked at, have you, have you seen yourself? Wh what are you going to do? Could maybe do some, make some improvements. Yeah, okay. You know, I'll see what you, see what you got. All right. He, uh, this, this could take a while. 
And we are in the mess hall. Uh, it's not quite a meal time, so you've been let into the kitchen. Jillicent opens the door for you and says, take whatever you like, uh, just don't make a mess, okay? Yeah, my friend Debbie, uh, she likes to eat um, uh, cigarettes. Yeah, she sticks them in between her teeth, and, um, you know, I had a bite of one once, but it wasn't, it wasn't really my thing. <laughs> Whoa, so, just a kitchen, huh? Yeah, uh, we, we have a lot of campers, so it's, a, it's pretty big, yeah. I can take whatever I want? Yeah, um... We, we've got ma we got mainly simple foods, you know, foods that that kids would like because uh, this is for this is for everybody to be a kid and to make friends because camp is about making friends. <laughs> yeah, friends, whatever. <laughs> What's this? Ooh, loaves of bread. Yeah, everybody likes a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Snakey's just uh, unwrapping loaves of bread and shoving them as whole loaves down her throat. Are you shotgunning gah, loaves gah, of bread? Gah, gah, gah. This is great. This is what camp is. Wow! Man, I used to think it was so nice being all on my own, but I never had a kitchen before. You've never really been around a lot of other... You weren't around a lot of other kids when you were young, were you? She's just um eating the powder that makes Kool-Aid. <laughs> oh, honey, let's put some water in that. This is sweet! Wow! Wow, 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 You're wow. really supposed to dilute Colors that. Colors are brighter at camp. <laughs> You're nice. I like your hair. Oh, thank you, thank you. It used to be used to be red, but uh, but I dyed it. What? What? Wow. Yeah. My skin's green, but you can't see because of the dirt. Ugh. Oh, I'm gonna faint. Ugh. Oh, uh, you look. Um, maybe you need something. Maybe you need something green. Maybe some. Maybe some vegetables. Ooh, what about this? She's just eating dishcloths. <laughs> Those. No, <laughs> don't eat the. Oh. <laughs> This is so cool. I mean, whatever. I'm uh, I'm totally happy on my own, but this is fun too. You know, we we started the camp to bring people together and to give them a childhood. And maybe maybe you, maybe you need something like that. Don't tell me what I need. I think you need some more. That's a joke I like to make. Have you ever had a s'more? A what? A s'more. So she brings out a box of graham crackers and marshmallows and the chocolate bars. And you see her put together the biggest, meltiest s'more that you've ever seen. Because you've seen none. So, so far as you know, this is the biggest and meltiest. And she hands it over to you. This is camp food. It's so messy. I know, right? <laughs> you can be messy at camp. But then you got to take a shower because everybody's got to be clean. <laughs> she shoves the whole s'more in her mouth and she's just covered with marshmallow, which she then runs her fingers through her hair and down her clothes. And she says, if you want to wash me, you'll have to catch me. And she runs away, leaving marshmallow handprints on the wall. You are sort of ushered into the counselor's cabin and hidden away because it's about dinner time and they, she didn't want you to be seen by the owner of the camp. It's like, guys, okay, it's 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 camp dinner. Uh, Beckles will be there, so we can't really have you guys get seen. Um, so the after dinner, the gold leaves are gonna come over. We're gonna be on the sports field playing mage handball. Go russet feathers, but you guys need to then get in a canoe and go across the lake. Hank now has a bright blonde hair, a chin that goes out in a cartoonishly large fashion ahead of him. Uh, and his face seems to be plastered in a broad, bright, shining smile. He looks kind of like Guy Smiley, the game show host from Sesame Street, and that's just the way his face seems to get stuck now. Hey! 
This is a change for me. How you guys like my new look? Wow. Hello, my name is Fook. I know. I'm immune to diseases. I know. My dead wife doesn't care if I sleep with men. I do. Right. Uh, so this is this is our this is our sort of bunk. Uh, don't don't look in any of the any of the uh, the trunks. It's pretty gross. Most of the guys have their stuff in there. Um, but uh, yeah. Uh, pops open a trunk. It is Fwain's. There are a lot of socks in there, and it's pretty fetid. You did this to yourself. This is the most attractive thing about him. Uh, you hear someone yelling, Dinner! Dinner! Get your dinner! Everybody to dinner! I repeat, it's dinner! And everybody runs off. Jillison says, you Guys, just stay here. Please please don't attract any attention to yourselves. Just uh, wait wait until you, you hear... Mean some more attention? <laughs> I regret giving you sugar. Um... <laughs> Are we, are we good? Are we good? Are we good? Everybody sticking to the plan? Well, I'm still wondering what it was in the pathway down here that caused us to feel weird. Well, everybody everybody feels happy here. No, I mean, it was weird though, right? Yeah, well, it, it happens. Like so, magic so, weird. The magic of camp. That's just the magic of everybody coming together and making friends. I know magics. That was like arcana magic weird. Look, are we going to have a problem? Do you not like our hospitality? Do you not like everything we've done for you so far? No, but I'm just wondering if it pre-exists and the camp was put here because of it, or if it's something that you guys put on just to make the experience nicer. Just the area. Isn't it just a nice place? Isn't this just a, isn't this great? Well, no, this, this place is a shithole. <gasps> well, but a nice one. Hey, <laughs> just because we don't have as much money as the gold leaves doesn't mean that this isn't the best damn camp there is in the mountains. We... We might not have all the treasure they do. We might not have the fancy cabins. We might not have the catered meals. But you know what we have here? We have friends. We have each other. And it's people like us who make camp what it is. Just tell us where the magic comes from. The magic is inside oh, us God all. God damn it. <laughs> it's fine, Fook. We'll just have to live with it. I can't stop looking at him. It's so freaky. Yes, the rest of him finally matches his thighs. He did choose a nice form for you. If only he'd chosen a nice one for himself. Well, we all just look like what we are, but why shouldn't you be able to choose? How many of you have been changed magically? I don't think I've changed at all. Well, my hair. <laughs> well, this is getting us nowhere. Why don't you go and we'll stay here exactly where you've put us and not wander off and look around? Thank you. I'm going to be sick. Ooh. Yes, all the sugar insides. Nakey has made her very ill. Uh, I hate camp. As soon as the door closes, Fook is already climbing out a window. And Hank is sitting down, taking out magical components, trying to check the, about the magic. The feelings that you were experiencing on the way in were just sort of reverberating around the environment. Uh, it's sort of like a background effect. It's not an active thing that they were doing. It's just... There's something about this whole area that just gives off good vibes. And it was very concentrated where you were. You were expecting to find dragons, and you know that certain types of dragons around their lair, there's weird mojo like that that goes on. I'm getting the feeling that these dragons polymorph themselves to look human. 
That way they could have smaller cabins and do more camping more efficiently. Wait, you're saying a bunch of dragons decided to be humans in order to make camping more efficient? Yeah, because, I mean, how would you swim? You'd need a really big lake to go swimming if you were a dragon. And you couldn't canoe because you'd need a dragon canoe. And no one can build a canoe that big. Meanwhile, Fook is moving from shrub to shrub towards the management office. You try to sneak up on the the manager's cabin, the camp director's uh, cabin. It's right beside the mess hall. It's sort of very centrally located. There's a flagpole in front of it. It's got big windows. You can see the entire surrounding area. All right, Steve, I'll crouch down. You climb up and open the window. You make an awful lot of noise. Just crouching down, the, the, your joints are cracking. Steve's joints are cracking as he tries to move up. And there is a woman who is wearing the first pair of pants you've seen. And she has on a sweatshirt with the camp logo on it. All she sees is a dashing head suddenly show up in the window. All right, who's trying to pull a prank on me this time? Is it Fwayne? Is it Bongo? Who is trying to... She pulls up Steve. Grabs Steve and pulls him up. Steve licks her nose. Oh, well, aren't you just a little adorable celestial dashing? Who conjured you? Yes, who conjured you? Is it the little guy outside? I can smell him. Um, I am his service person. Wait, that makes no sense at all. I'm sorry. All right, well, why don't you just come in? I haven't smelled you before. Could so you who a, are you? Could you reach a hand out? It, that window's kind of high. You can walk around and go in the <sighs> door. Usually people enter a door when they're people. So... Who are you? What are you doing in my camp? And don't you bullshit me. I can smell it. Oh, oh, the bag. Sorry, they're not magical anymore. Well, I can tell that you're not one of us. Oh, yes. No, uh, my name is Fook Wimbles, and I've been investigating this place because I've been thinking of sending Snakey here. I don't think you belong here, and I want you to give me the truth. Against gnomes sending their kind of adopted children to this place? Look... Camp is about making friends, and... Are you saying the children of gnomes can't make friends? Not our type of friends. We have this camp for... Oh my god. We created this camp to bring our peoples together, to give everybody a chance to experience friendship, because we thought that that would be important. So we... Everybody has their own camp. Everybody gets to know each other. Everybody forgets that they're old, and everybody gets to know one another. Everybody forgets that they're old. That's a little weird. Steve has also found this weird, and he stopped licking, so he's in that awkward stage that his tongue is still applied to her, her face, but it has stopped moving. So what you, are you smuggling in? Well, my kind of adopted daughter at the moment, but... Uh, you either drop your bullshit, or I'm going to take that sass out of your ass. Well, like, we we were bringing in some beer, but then I got a look around. Oh, just... it's beer. Yes. Every year. They just can't. Look, I know that they do this. It's part of the experience, so I let it happen. But I don't want you messing anything up. Oh, don't worry. We, we, we never do. Right. So why aren't you gone? Because I got a look at this place, and I thought that maybe my... That's not a lie. You actually think that you can enroll a human here? Well, she's only half human, from what I understand. Oh, half human and... Half a greenish thing with pointy ears. Oh, no. Probably an elf, I think. Look. It's hard to tell. All right. You have 
there are camps for everybody there. That's why we started these. Uh, but I don't think she would fit in here. Um, why, this is a human camp? Just humans? I'm not going to give you... I'm not going to bullshit you anymore. Just get out of my camp. Don't cause any trouble. And don't come back, please. I don't like you, so I'm willing to leave. Good. I'm. My only duty is to my campers. Before Fook leaves, though, he's giving a quick look around this place and trying to figure out as much as possible about it. It looks like a normal summer camp director's office. But there's also a pile of coins, sort of decorative on her desk, as though like, some people have marbles, some people have candies. There's just a little bowl of coins. Before he leaves, he turns back to the director and says, Just out of curiosity, uh, which sort of dragon are you? Copper. All right. Hank is preparing to do the prank that he promised he would do and heads off towards the craft cabin to collect paint. The woman who was teaching Fook previously is there crying. Oh, hello. Is everything all right? <laughs> yes, everything's fine. Everything's good. You don't look good. Look, it's fine. Uh, sorry, can I help you? I was just going to borrow a little bit of paint for some personal projects oh you're you like art you're into art and everybody everybody says they like art and and then and then they say they don't like art anymore so that's something that happens all the time i'm sorry are you having trouble with one of your students no 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 yes i thought so i'm intuitive he said he, he said he really felt a connection to me. He said that uh, that maybe we could like, spend more time together that, uh, after after camp was over. And now he says, well, I have to go back to my lair. <laughs> there's no room for me in that lair. Of course, there's never room in the lair. Have you considered using this experience to make your own art better? Right? What, you don't think my art is any good? I didn't say that. I haven't seen your art yet. You're saying I'm worthless. You're saying I'm wasting my time. No, what I'm saying is that you can fuel your art with your harsh experiences. Make something really jarring. Something that'll make the people think. Maybe even win some people back. <sighs> Sorry, how rude of me. This is my bat friend. Oh, that's, that's so nice that you two found each other. Uh... You know, maybe, maybe you are right. Maybe, maybe I've, I need to put myself first. Maybe I need to start worrying about Miller. And that's, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to start worrying about me, Mueller. Yeah, Mueller. You worry about you and your art. And I'm going to take all of these paints. Hank collects an arm's amount of different small paint cans and paint brushes. What are you planning on doing with those? Shh. You worry about you. That's what you need to focus on now. Not what the mysterious man with arms full of paints is taking from you. Worry about your own heart and your own art. That's the most beautiful thing such a disturbing person has ever said to me. Are you coupled? Yeah. Oh, sorry. It's okay. It's just... I'm gonna worry about me. Yeah, you worry about you. Have a good night. Hank winks and backs out with all of his paints. And she begins making her own jewelry out of jade and silver. It is not very good. It's quite tacky, in fact. 
Uh, you are now out of earshot and going back to the back to the cabin. Snakey's lying in a pool of her own vomit. <laughs> I thought camp would be different, but it turns out it's just like my real life. Uh, uh. uh hey, Snakey, you, re- you ready for the prank? Remember, we're pranking. Who? Oh, Hank, your face. It's so weird and like a, it's like a cereal box. What? It's like a square, like a cereal box. Oh. But like a good cereal box, right? Or like a brick or like, like a rock that's square. Like a handsome brick? Or like a, like a shoe for a square foot. You're making me really self-conscious about this new face. Fook is climbing back in through the window. Oh, guys, uh, I met the manager, and she's both extremely racist and a copper dragon. You know, I got the idea that they're all dragons here. Or like a piece of bread. It's it's good, right? Wait, oh, the oh, face. Did you just call them a piece of bread? Yeah, he's just so square now. It reminds me of like... Wait, is she drunk again? No? Why, do you have anything? Look, I am done making you sober. You're going to have to learn from your mistakes, young lady. It was the sugar. Ooh, I've heard of this in a parenting book that I read once when I was mourning my children. That you're going to have to drink this whole thing before you find out how bad things can... It works better with cigarettes, but still, keep drinking. Oh, what a terrible, what a terrible fate. (laughs) Shouldn't you have read the parenting book before? It probably would have helped. Hindsight is twenty twenty, Hank. And he calls me a bad parent. Jeez. Well, all of my children are dead. What's your excuse? Mine are alive and probably doing fine. Waiting for me to come home. You son of a bitch. Hank smiles and winks at Fook in a playful manner, hopefully to diffuse his tension. Ooh, so handsome. Every time. The sounds of people filing out of the mess hall. Uh... Everybody is gathering on the sporting field, and you can sort of see from a distance that another group of campers have shown up, and there's a lot of yellow shorts that you see come up on onto the field, and there's, they're starting to play mage handball, and they are good. If we're going to do this prank, we better do it now. Well, just a minute. I'm finishing up changing into some of these Kappa uniforms so that I'll blend in. Yeah, he's wearing uh, what would normally be short shorts, uh, but now are like very baggy, almost Jinko style uh, brown shorts. Snakey is going through the trunks looking for the smelliest clothing she can find. When she finds it, she just puts it on top of her other clothing. <laughs> yeah, these ones are like strangely hard on the inside. <laughs> Hank can't find any shirts that fit him, so he just rips one down the sides and wears it like a bib over his coveralls. You now are dressed in the gear of Camp Russet Feather. The party heads off and jumps into a canoe. So you're down at the at the edge of the lake. It is a pretty big lake. There's a dock. There's a bunch of... There's some small boats, some larger boats that they would take kids on. There's some rafts, and there's a, about three russet-colored canoes. We all pile into the same canoe with all of our animals and <laughs> the entire menagerie. And piles and piles of paints. And a very awkward Pegasus. Snakey's just hauling the end of Susan into the boat for a full three minutes. 
you can see now that it the fungus has like gotten a little bit darker it's more dusky uh you can sort of see lights groupings of lights at different places across the lake uh you were pointed out that the one in the middle was camp gold leaves canoe is very like deep it's, it's going fairly deep in the water um it's riding low not like a canoe should but you managed to keep it above the water line and as you're as you are going across you begin to make out another canoe heading towards you you know what i'd never considered pegasus genitals and yet it's all i can see from this seat yeah maybe we should have given the pegasus another canoe i'm sorry i should stop calling you pegasus uh, what's the pegasus name oh it doesn't talk <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna call you peggy atwood oh everyone try and look like water there's another canoe Hank subtly casts gust of wind towards the other boat to just veer it off course and out of their way. The other canoe is buffeted by the wind so much that it tips over and everybody inside goes into the water and you just see a silver painted canoe upturned floating. I hope they've had their swimming lessons already. Have you had your swimming lessons? You don't see anybody. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Susan? Fook dives into the water and begins to swim towards it. So, as Fook jumps out, Snakey and Hank feel the entire canoe wrench, and it tries to tip over. Something's yeah. pushing it. Whoa, whoa, But because you have vastly overloaded this canoe, it is a bit more stable, and that Pegasus is able to flutter its wings, and it sort of brings you, keeps you on balance. And... Out from under the water, you see uh, four little heads of about like 12-year-old kids uh, wearing silver-colored T-shirts. They just break up and they start laughing and they are splashing at you. It's like, hey, if we not, if you knocked us over, we get to knock you over. Ha ha ha! Die, children! No, whoa, whoa. What? No, no what? murder. No it's murder. It's with camp. Yeah, yeah, playful, splashing. Let's splash them. No murder. <laughs> Hank playfully splashes towards them, but then keeps the canoe moving forward. Come on, Fook, catch up. You know how to swim, right? Hey, are you guys going to the makeout rock? I totally met out with a girl last week. I totally did. It. No, didn't, Brian. Yeah, I totally did it. She was from uh, she was from uh, the the bronze camp. Wait, uh, you're from the silver camp, correct? Yeah, we're silver hawks. Are you hawks though, or are you dragons? Are you? You're not a. These guys aren't dragons. No, I'm clearly a dragon. Look, you can tell that I'm like 1900 years old. How could I be anything except a dragon? What do we do with this stuff? People aren't dragons. I don't know. They don't belong here. Wouldn't you get in a lot of trouble if you found something out like that? Think about it. You'd get in trouble for reporting it. Yeah, aren't you supposed to be in the mess hall because we're eating dinner? They got a point. We gotta commit to the camp thing. Who gave you those clothes? The people we made out with? Nice. <laughs> yes, all of the children we made out with. So we're all doing hijinks and nobody's gonna say nothing? Yeah. Nothing to no one. Let's all just agree that nothing happened. Yeah, camp stuff. Just camp style fun. Fook swims back to the canoe. And just holds on to the edge instead of trying to climb in. And they drag you across the lake. 
All right, you guys arrive at the banks of Camp Goldenleave. Do you see the tree anywhere? What you guys see is a much, much nicer camp. They Obviously, this is the rich kid camp. Cabins look like cottages. Mess hall is actually a big hall. Their mage handball field isn't just a bit of dirt there where the grass doesn't grow properly. It is a stadium. Oh, screw that last place, Snakey. I'm going to try and get you in here. Well, I wonder what flavor of s'mores they have. Uh, around the mess hall, there is... It's sort of arranged in a circle, and at the center of the circle, there is a, a giant, majestic oak tree with leaves that look like the most brilliant fall forest. Okay, I'm ready to do this prank, but I've just thought of something. Is it how we're going to get up into a tree and then paint every individual leaf in a concernable period of time before someone comes in this room? I was just going to throw the paint. Well, if you want to be sloppy about it. I brought a lot of paint. But the reason we were doing this was so that the poor dragons wouldn't get mad at us for having less beer than they wanted. But won't this make the rich dragons mad at us? Have you ever pranked anybody, Hank? I've just always been pranked at. Yes, I don't think anyone ever asked him to help with a prank. You start, and then you end up locked in a closet, and then you're just there for a while. Well, don't worry. I've got a better way of improving this prank. They want us to paint this thing? Let's take the fucker down. Fook raises his battle axe in his hand and says, Two swipes and I think I'll be through it. Are you cool with killing trees, Snakey? Aren't you like a nature No, person? animals. I don't care about trees. Let's bring it down! Well, I'm still doing what I came here to do. Hank throws one can of paint on the tree first. And the axe strikes home for the first time. As the paint hits the tree, one of the branches moves as though it's going to brush the paint off. And as the axe hits it, the tree turns to face Fook. You are now standing face to face with an ancient golden-leafed treant. This is no prank. This is assault. You break the rules. Uh-oh. I swear I was just going to do the paint thing. Fook is shocked, but his second swing is already in motion, and he's not able to stop it in time, and it sinks into the tree man. I'm going to tell on you. Susan, uh, in preparation for a possible battle, slithers towards the tree and up it into its branches. Fook backs away from the tree ant. I'm sorry, I attacked you when I thought that you weren't an actual living thing that was conscious and had speech. You think trees aren't actual living things? Yes, that's about right. Guys, this has gone terribly wrong. Let's just try to get out of here. Hank casts slow on the tree ant, trying to slow its movement and help their escape. The tree, very slow and deliberate now. And Hank pulls back out of the courtyard, trying to get t back towards the canoe. Snaky mounts Peg and takes flight. You are now flying around in the sky around the Trent. It's about three stories tall. And now the Trent is going to attack. Golden Leaf hits the small gnome dressed in camp clothes square in the face with his mighty bows, smashing into him. Fook reacts by swinging his axe, making two attacks. Incensed that he has been 
chop that with an axe, which is the biggest insult you can give to a Trent, he decides to call for help. And guttural moan and something said in Sylvan, which is the language of the forest, two of the trees nearby begin to move and pull their roots out of the ground and begin to move towards you. Susan stretches her body wide so that she is wrapped around a couple branches at once, and she just holds them together so they can't thrash so violently. One of the arms of the Trent is now grappled and held restrained. He's not able to smash with it anymore. What's this in my hair? There's a snake in my hair? Somebody get the snake out of my hair! Hank shifts his concentration from slowing the big treant and switches to conjuring minor elementals. He pulls up four magmans, small little fiery demons, and has them each two attack each of the other trees that have been brought to life as a distraction. Guys, we gotta get out of here. Just run while they're distracted. And Hank continues to run towards the canoe. One of the boughs of the newly animated tree swipes at Hank as he tries to run past it. I just wanted to paint you. I was just being playful. No one lights fires near me. Snaky, high above the action, draws uh, her bow, knocks an arrow, and shoots in the direction of the, the magic tree, casting ensnaring strike. The tree manages to break free of the bonds of the ensnaring strike. It is not restrained by it. Snakey knocks another arrow and shoots at the limb uh, that is closest to Fook. The arrow f- hits the ground, embedding itself, standing up. It is completely gone through the leaves, hitting nothing. I missed? What? His left arm, however, is held up by Susan, so it can only smash once on Fook in front of him. The massive animated tree knocks Hank unconscious. The magma men poof out in a smoky blast and he falls to the ground. Alright everyone we demand the right of parley I heard this once in a pirate story The other animated tree is going to join its father Trent and attack Fook. The second tree lopes in and smashes down on Fook trying to put him into the ground and it does succeed in knocking him unconscious. Fook! Come down here. I have something to show you. Oh, yeah, I have something to show you. It's my fist. Who do you think you are, you stupid big tree? Hitting my friends? It was an accident. You tried to cut me down. That's not cool. We thought it was a camp thing. Yeah, you're here to make friends, not kill trees. Well, I don't know that. I've never been to camp. You never went to camp. Everybody goes to camp. No, but n- not me, okay? Oh, that's sad. You're sad. Now I feel some sympathy for you. What? Why don't you come down here and we'll talk? You don't really think it's a great idea to get close to him right now? I'm just going to pick up my friends and leave. What do you want? Well, you broke the rules and cut me, tried to cut me down. You have to be punished. Yeah, well, nobody punishes me because no one can catch me, so... So long, sucker! (laughs) Are you flying away, leaving your friends behind? No, she's going to try and swoop down and get Fook. While Snakey circles high above the tree, trying to get a good angle on Fook, 
little Andorra is just using her tiny one-clawed foot to drag, try and drag Hank towards the boat. As Snakey swoops down on Peggy, she gets past the animated tree, but as she comes close to Golden Leaf, he manages to catch her in his free arm. <gasps> Golden Leaf has Snakey held in his m- large wooden hand. <gasps> We're taking you to Jero. You've been very bad campers. This has been Caverns and Comedians, Dungeons and Dragons powered storytelling with Toronto Comedians. Starring Scott Thrower as Boop the Paladin, Lee Cameron as Snakey the Ranger, Maddox Campbell as Hank the Wizard, and Kyle Scott as the Dungeon Master. This has been a Kicks and Giggles production created by Kyle Scott and Maddox Campbell, with editing by Maddox Campbell, theme by Derek Baldwin and engineered by Andrea Miller. Find out more at cavernsandcomedians.com and don't forget to like, rate, and share. Thanks for listening. You had to look something up to know that a five wasn't going to do What is the music for the Pink Panther?